You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and welcome to another episode of the Slow Living Podcast. I'm so thankful and happy that you are here. Please know that wherever you are, I just cherish you, and I'm so just thrilled that you're spending a tiny bit of your day with me. It really, really means a lot to know that there's real people out there. So thank you. Thank you. I want to talk today about adrenal fatigue. And many of you, when you first um, kind of realize that you've got to slow down and that things are moving too fast and you're not doing the things you want to do because you're spending so much time feeling like you have to do all of these other things that you don't want to do, but you really do have to do because that's part of being a full-fledged human and an adult. And you just sort of feel like you're on this perpetual hamster wheel where you're running, 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 and you really are exhausting yourself, but you're not getting to where you want to go. This is for you. This episode is for you because I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you. You, you haven't failed in any way. This is real life. And right now in our society, in this kind of fast paced environment we're living, you aren't really designed to feel like you're in control and you've got it all together. And a lot of it is marketing noise and nonsense and hype making you feel as if what you're doing isn't good enough and that you're always a little bit behind. And that's wonderful for for people who are trying to get you to buy things and, and get you to buy bigger and fancier houses and, and faster and newer and more expensive cars that self-drive and self-park. And I don't know, will they fold your laundry? Because that would be awesome. But but that's just stuff. And, and that's not the building blocks of a life well-lived. And if you're here and if you're interested in slowing down, if you have a tiny piece of you that thinks that it doesn't have to be this hard, that it's okay to slow down, it's okay to simplify, it's okay to go back to the basics, we're going to talk about that today. Um, If you've been here for a while, you'll know that I have five steps to slow living. And step number one is to declutter. If it's not working for you, Purge it. Get rid of it. You do not need it in your life. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's a temporary breakup, a not a forever breakup, especially when it comes to people in your life that aren't serving you or making you feel good about yourself. Get rid of them for a little bit of time. Create some boundaries. Declutter. Step two, decide what it is you really want and and, and what you're looking for. I teach the concepts of the peace pyramid and that you need to have a very stable foundation 
in order to grow. And it's really important to take the time to slowly and thoughtfully and methodically plot out what it is you really want and then, and then move on from there. And if you're having a hard time figuring out what it is you want, then that's another reason to go slow and use the acronym to go within. Simply look only within. If you take some time to meditate, if you take some time to journal, if you take some time to sit in nature and be alone with your thoughts, you're going to start getting some really good ideas and your intuition will bubble up with, with what it is that you're really searching and seeking for. And that's what you point your metaphoric GPS towards. That's how you know it's real because it lights you up and it comes to you in this kind of flash and feeling of inspiration that feels so good. And then step three is while you're in your day-to-day, stay positive, stay present, stay in the here and the now and pay attention to all that you really do have and be thankful and grateful. That doesn't mean that you've given up and that you're not striving for more if you're being thankful for what you have now. Nope. That's just kind of being in this sort of here now Zen uh, space, which just is such a great way to be. And then step four, teeny tiny baby action steps every day. Be the tortoise, not the hare. Teeny tiny steps count. Add it up over time. You'll get to where you're going. Is it going to be in the next 30 days or a money-back guarantee? Maybe not. Who cares if it takes you 45 days? It's fine. It's not a problem. And then step five, tweak, fine-tune, modify. Do what feels right for you and what will last in, in a steady, sustainable way. It's no fun racing if you're not enjoying the, the time you have here um, while you're getting to where you're going. Or if you're building, if you're burning bridges down while you're racing as fast as you can to get to some arbitrary goal. Nope, that is not the marker of a life well lived. Okay, so let's talk adrenal fatigue because I've been coaching an awful lot lately and one, maybe one out of two calls has this level of anxiety and, and cortisol buildup and this frantic feeling. And so when I start poking around and asking some questions and then asking the women that I'm on the phone with to look up adrenal fatigue and see if the markers of that sound true and to see if perhaps maybe they're suffering from it. And it's not all in their heads. It's actually a physical manifestation of too much stress, of too much go, go, go. And it's not their fault that they're exhausted. And it's not their fault that their hormones are imbalanced and they can't make forward progress. And then they continuously are just beating themselves up and thinking that they're lazy. No, if your body is telling you to slow down, You have to heal your body first. It's not a failure if you're tired and you need to take a nap and you don't get all the things done on your to-do list. You have not failed. You can't think your way out of 
a physical manifestation of stress. And that I think is is one of the biggest differences between the way I coach and the way maybe some others, maybe some other kind of big name coaches coach is I want to just wrap you up in a great big bear hug and let you know that the, you are not doing anything wrong. And, and, and having maybe some rheumatoid arthritis or some fibromyalgia or suffering from Lyme disease or, or any of the things that people come to me with, these are real problems. And they think that they've manifested them because they were listening to something or following the advice of someone somewhere online that told them that their thoughts have created their physical manifestations. No, no. Maybe six months or so ago, I was on the phone with a client and she had just found um, a lump in her breast and she had gone in for a mammogram. And they didn't like it. And we continued to coach um, on and off. And we took some time off for a while. And then she came back and we had a really long in-depth coaching session. And she kept saying, I don't know what I did to make this happen. I don't know how this happened. I don't know what I did wrong. I, I don't know what I did wrong. And, and I just needed to just kind of pause and, and do a pattern interrupt and say, hey, this is not on you. Bad stuff happens to good people. And you did not do anything wrong. It just is what it is. It just is what it is. Do not beat yourself up for something that you have absolutely no control over. It, it is. It just is. Now, now that we know, let's figure out with your doctors, with your specialists, and with your family, what the next best step is to take. But spending time beating yourself up or feeling like you did something to cause something is not a fun way to live your life. It's not anything that I would recommend for anybody. So if for some reason right now you're hearing my voice and it's, and it's kind of dredging up some thoughts or some feelings that you don't feel good about because you realize you have been beating yourself up for some sort of physical manifestation, pause this for a little bit and go do some journaling. Go take a nap. T take care of yourself and realize that bad stuff does happen and, and it's no fault of your own. And, and it's not, it's just not worth it to beat yourself up in any which way. So adrenal fatigue. Adrenal fatigue happens when you are in constant, crazy, go, 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 go mode without taking the time to reset yourself and just plug yourself back in and recharge and kind of overflow your cup in order to then just keep moving forward. Um, I had done a, an episode on caring for the caregiver. And many of you who are listening to this, consider yourself a caregiver. Um, I consider myself a caregiver. I consider myself first and foremost a mom and, and a coach. And in my day job, I'm a school site secretary where I help all people all the time with all the things. And I'm great 
at it and I love it, but because I'm that way, it is very easy to overdo it. And, and, and if this rings true to you, please know that it's not a failure to ask for rest and, and self-care and sleep and taking care of yourself. It's not something that you earn or, or something that you only allot yourself a certain amount of time for because then you need to move on to the next thing. Nope. Nope. Rest and self-care is, is a basic human right that, that you, you need to, to prioritize and put first and foremost. In the Peace Pyramid at the very bottom is time management and, and health. And, and your health needs to be in check. And the best way to keep your health in check is to utilize time management protocol and schedule it in. Schedule in proper rest. Schedule in proper nourishment. So the actual definition of adrenal fatigue, it's a term used to describe a collection of symptoms that occur when the adrenal glands, which are located on top of the kidneys, are unable to function optimally. These symptoms are often a result of chronic stress, both physical and emotional, which leads to an imbalance in the production of hormones, especially cortisol. The adrenal glands play a vital role in regulating stress response and maintaining overall hormonal balance in the body. They produce several hormones, including cortisol, adrenaline, and DHEA, which are involved in energy production, immune function, metabolism, and the body's response to stress. When the adrenal glands are constantly stimulated due to chronic stress, they become overworked and fail to produce hormones in the required amounts. This can lead to a range of symptoms such as fatigue, difficulty concentrating, sleep disturbances, a weakened immune function, hormonal imbalances, and digestive issues. So if any of that rings true to you in any way, please know that you are not alone. And also please know that depending on whom your doctor is, if you go to your doctor and say, I think I have adrenal fatigue, not all doctors think of this as kind of a, a real thing um, because it's, it's a conglomeration of a whole bunch of symptoms. So the sleep disturbances, the brain fog, um, the digestive issues, all of these things are symptoms of overworked adrenals. But not all doctors are looking for the root cause of things. And so they'll look at each symptom and try to um, prescribe for the symptom and, and fix each thing separately rather than looking at the whole root cause. And one of the, the favorite books that I read was by Dr. Aviva Rom, R-O-M-M, and it's called The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution. And many people, when their adrenals are taxed and overworked, um, their thyroid um, suffers from it. And so please see your doctor and, and get a full blood panel and, and check on your thyroid levels, check on your cortisol, check on your vitamin D 
um, all of the things. Um, pay attention to what your A1C number is, um, which, which is the, the pre-diabetic number that you should pay attention to. If you're having a hard time um, losing weight, and a lot of it is because you aren't sleeping properly, pay attention to that. I had recorded an entire episode on sleep. Um, I personally have sleep apnea, and I didn't know I had sleep apnea until I had um, a really bad panic attack while driving on the freeway, and I thought I was going to drive off the road. I did not. I, I was able to sort of self-correct and self-regulate my panic attack. But because of that, I paused pretty much everything I was doing and decided to spend a few months doing nothing but taking care of myself and figuring out my health. And that's how I realized that I had sleep apnea. Um, and that's because I had gone away <laughs> with some friends and, and one of them told me I snored really loudly and kind of while it pissed me off at the time, she was absolutely right. And so I did the at-home sleep study test and they had found that I stopped breathing 45 times, which is an awful lot. <laughs> not, not breathing and jerking yourself awake uh, 45 times uh, would absolutely, absolutely lead to um, fatigue, which then would stimulate cortisol and, and create this constant fatigue-like brain fog state that I was in. Um, many women are dismissed by their doctor and told, um, well, this is just how it is in, in perimenopause, or this is just how it is when you've got young kids in the house and you're tired all the time. And I want you to just really poke at it and, and question your doctors and research as much as you can and, and start taking your health um, like it's your full-time job. And, and that comes first. It, it comes first before um, pretty much anything. Um, I, mean, I end up getting on coaching calls quite a bit with clients who are building online businesses and they've got little ones in the house and they are already exhausted and they're already overspent um, and, and not overspent financially, but overspent with their time. And they can't figure out how to get all of the things in. So we go back to the very, very basics and we do the kind of time blocking approach of the big rocks. So figuring out in your day what the big rocks are and the non-negotiables and then from there, you you add in some little rocks, and um, and then at the at the end, um, you can add in some sand. And so so the idea it comes from a time management talk that I did um, a while ago, and I write about this in the um, Slow Down and Simplify ebook. Is if you have an empty jar and you have a tray in front of you that has big rocks, little rocks, and sand. The only way everything's going to fit into the jar, into this container of time, as you will, is if the big rocks go in first, and then the little rocks, and then you sprinkle the sand in on top. And the, and the sand, you really never need to schedule. Uh, the, the sand is, is scrolling social media or, um, or just chatting 
uh, on an impromptu phone call and that kind of stuff. That stuff just ends up happening throughout the cracks in the day. But the, the real things, the real things that you want are those big rocks. And if your health is suffering, then your big rock, maybe every single day, is to take a nap. Or if you work full-time and you can't take a nap, then it's um, going to bed early. Or um, no matter what, I'm going to have a dark green, leafy green salad, those type of things. I'm going to take my meds. I'm going to take, I'm going to really take care of myself. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to do daily journaling. Something to slow down that, that stress flight or um, fight or flight sort of um, mentality. Um, for me personally, when I had um, the, the kind of adrenal fatigue breakdown, what helped me the most was getting my sleep in check. And then I started supplementing with magnesium. And there's a lot of research that you can find that most people are low in magnesium. It's a naturally occurring mineral. And if you eat a lot of leafy green vegetables, you can get it. But the problem is, is over time, soil gets depleted of magnesium. And even if you're eating organic vegetables, it just doesn't end up being enough that the human body needs. So um, I supplement with magnesium citrate. And there's different varieties of magnesium. I prefer citrate because um, I happen to run a little constipated most of the time. And it's funny because um, uh, a big part of adrenal fatigue is digestive dis disorders or kind of IBS. And so if you're having a hard time digesting food and you either have diarrhea or um, constipation in one way or the other, getting that in check um, will immediately help alleviate brain fog and a lot of these sort of symptoms of adrenal fatigue. So for me, I take 500 milligrams of magnesium citrate every night. And there's these big kind of purple horse pills that I take four of, and they're, they're gel caps, and I just use, um, get the inexpensive ones off of Amazon, or sometimes Costco has them for good prices also. Um, and so I take that every night, and then in the morning, I, I still drink my black coffee, um, and then I have a, a, a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful evacuation, which just feels great. And, um, I'm ready to go on my day. Um, some people, when they're really having a hard time with adrenal fatigue, they want to stop everything. They want to stop, um, all stimulants such as, um, caffeine and that type of thing. I never really stopped drinking coffee because it didn't seem to affect me all that much. Um, I probably have a touch of ADHD. So for me, the, the caffeine actually helps calm my brain down in the morning and, and I feel good when I'm on it. And I'm, I'm not, I don't get jittery if, if I, um, have caffeine in the morning, it doesn't seem to, to bother my cortisol levels, but uh, you need to do what feels right for you and, and start experimenting and start paying attention to your body and, and really deciding on purpose that you are worth, um, taking care of 
and, and worth paying attention to. I wrote 246 EAT during the pandemic lockdowns because a lot of the clients that I was working with at the time were trying to get their digestion in check and their um, their adrenals in check. And COVID was very um, anxiety-filled. It, it, was, it was a lot. And so since I had had so much success with the intermittent fasting in helping to sort of reset my adrenals and reset my digestive issues and balance my hormones in, um, in, in a way that made me start to just feel like I was in control again rather than my body being in control of me. That's how the 246 Eat book came about. And, and just trying and, and deciding that the way it is doesn't mean it's the way it always has to be. You are absolutely and most definitely in the driver's seat. And you do get to decide um, what your life looks like and what your body feels like. And you can have ailments. You can have different things. And it's not your fault. But once you know and acknowledge and you get an idea of what the next best step to take is, that's just so empowering. It's just so empowering. And then you have created a roadmap, a roadmap of success for yourself. And then you're just following it. You're just following it. And that's really what slow living is all about, is you deciding where you're going and then just getting there. Slowly, steady, methodically, sustainably. And if you're lucky with a smile on your face and a spring in your step. All right, pretty people. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Um, we're heading into the summer months of 2023 and my calendar is a lot easier and there's a lot more wiggle room. So if you want to hop on a coaching call, the Calendly link is in there um, on the coaching page website which is stephanieoday.com forward slash coaching, or you can hop on a mindset upgrade call, which is at stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset. If those times don't work for you, that's not a problem. Just email me, steph at stephanieoday.com. I'm a real person. I will get back to you and we will find something that is mutually agreeable. But I want you to live your best life because it's fun. It's, it's just so much fun to get out of bed in the morning and have that kind of feeling of, I've got this. Like, like this is happening. This is for realsies. Um, I can do this. And it's just fantastic. And it's such a great way to, to live and model your life for others and for your children. All right, pretty people, give yourself a hug. Please know that I think you are wonderful. And I will talk to you again next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. 
Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.